Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Aiden Alexander's here. Yes. Dan's here too. Let's go. Zach's here as well. I am. Yeah, I'm here. That was the weirdest intro we've ever done. I know. Oh, I was like, this is really fun and exciting for me. <laughs> I'm like, do I clap with myself? Yeah, or? you always clap for yourself. <laughs> okay, noted. <laughs> you grew up in Boise, Idaho? I did. I did, yeah. When did you come here? How long ago did you um, tell I Well, I, I came here when I was um, like 15, I think, 15 or so. Um, and I, I was originally acting, so I came out and I was uh, auditioning. I was on set. Uh, but yeah, I've always been singing, so, you know, I just, it was like the next, it's something that I, I wanted to do forever, so. How'd you know it was time? Like, what was the, did, was it the movie? Was it Red Wings? Uh, no, it, it, I, it was actually my first audition Red Wing was, and then I, uh, I, it was like the craziest experience. I think when you book, like, your first thing, it sets this precedent that, like, everything is, you know, I'm going to go that way. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me tell you. And you started pretty strong. It was a Golden Globe nominated movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, it just, it was, it was, yeah, it was a really cool experience. But, um, yeah, I think that I just, I was working on the, the music for a while prior. So I kind of just was like, when you have something you're really proud of and you've been sitting on it for so long, eventually you just have to. You know, Get it out You there. want other people to hear it. What? So I think that's when I knew it was time. L- let's go back to you hoping or at least in that moment thinking that everything was going every other experience after red wing would be like red wing were you kind of set up for that did you think it would be a bigger boost in the movie world no 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 it was nothing like that it was just it was my first audition ever you know i i just not even the success of the movie itself but just like it was my first audition you know like i went in i was like i don't know what you're doing. I'm doing. You know, <laughs> Why like, am I here? Do I hand you this photo of myself? And then, you know, I got it. it, it if anything, it just it, moving from Idaho. It's very easy to be like, oh, I'm I'm like one of the other 20 million people coming in and out of LA trying to book something. So it was it was nice to at least have like a little a little nod, you know, that was like okay, like. You you're doing okay, you know. You're not everyone who's coming here. You have um, something going on. Yeah, and I I it sounds a little arrogant, but it was just like I'm very quick to doubt everything I do. So it was a nice little um, pat on the back. But, I I understand that. I, I understand the self doubt, and I want to like because you're always your worst critic, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh huh. I wonder always why. Your your worst critic. I mean, maybe it's because you know what you can do. Yeah, I it's it's funny. I actually was thinking about this the other day. If like I'll okay, hypothetically, if I do something and I'm like, oh my god, that was. A f-. Can I swear? I'm sorry. This might be too late. Uh, this is. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, this is the worst thing you could have done. You're so dumb. You're so dumb. And then, like, if my friend were to do the same thing, I'd be like, oh, it's fine. You know, like it's really not that big of a deal. Um, especially growing up, you know, I. There would be little things that I would like not like about myself. Whether it was it was always something dumb, like the, like the way I like laughed, or you know something dumb that teenagers hate about themselves, and you kind of get over. Uh, and I was thinking, like, what is it about it that I don't like? And it was just more so that it was mine, like it was my laugh, and that's why I, you know. And it just comes from such a like deep rooted place of like being unsure about yourself. Um, and so I think that uh. 
I think that Red Wing was was a nice uh, it was a nice start, you know. And it was also cool just because you know as as you as you get older, uh, you kind of realize these things that you felt when you were younger are actually not as big of deals as you thought they were. Which um, you evolve. Yeah, you evolve. You evolve. But. The self-doubt sometimes can take on new forms. Oh, absolutely. I'm probably still finding them, you know, little manifestations <laughs> of the self-doubt. Um, yeah, no, I think it can definitely take on different forms. It's all about keeping yourself in check, you know? Truth. <laughs> Music. I, I want to dive in, but, like, I'm so fascinated by who you are and how you got to the place that you're at right now, which is almost a million followers on Instagram. Super popular there. Your tweets are funny. You are oh, hilarious you. on Twitter. Thank you so much. Thanks. It's like uh, it's so 2019 to say, you know. Oh yeah, thank you you're, for my, my uh, the Twitter compliment. You're yeah. funny only through Twitter. Oh, from what I I'm completely agree. So. It's because I have a lot more time to string uh, one sentence together. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's just way easier for me. No yeah. quickness. Many proofreading. Oh but, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But we did get multiple people reaching out to us on social media asking for you to come in, and yeah. I wasn't familiar with. Oh, they you were at- all my accounts. They were just uh, me uh, tweeting. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, no. Uh, that's amazing. Thanks, guys. Because here, here we are. Yeah. It's how the world works. But wait, yeah. why, what, why, why you? Like, why did all these people want? Why you? me? I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think that. Uh, I think that. It's really important for me to say things that I don't want to. I know that it's it's very important for me to just know um, that what I'm saying is actually the truth. I think it's so easy to like get wrapped up in what you think you should say or what you think you should sound like. And I think that especially my music, a big thing for me was just I I want to just be able to talk about the things I want to talk about, you know, because there's so many people trying to um, break break into the music scene or in whatever industry you're in, you know? And I think the thing that really sets you apart is, and it sounds so corny, but, like, being very, just being yourself, being an individual, and I think that self-doubt, another way that I've kind of seen that, it can be so scary to be yourself because you're completely unsure about yourself. You're like, oh, no, what if everyone around me sees what I see? Um, so, like... I think I, I guess I'm kind of going on a tangent, but I guess I just no. I think that um, I think it was important for me to like show other people that it's all right to be vulnerable. It's all right to be unsure about yourself, but still put yourself out there, and that can be one of the scariest things to do. But it's showing all aspects of yourself and being totally transparent. Right. Right. No exactly. matter what it is, and I think that's what people understand and relate to right and that's how you build a, a real relationship with anybody that's what i think i think that as well the the only way is to be yourself 100 percent and to to share well so many people just can find themselves and what you're saying and what you're writing and what you're singing what you're talking about and i think that that's that's always been the most important thing to me you know growing up in idaho everything was very quiet uh i say that all the time but that's just the only if you asked me how to describe it it would just be like in those Western movies, when you see one of those little uh, tumbleweeds. tumbleweeds whipping on by, you know, it's just, <laughs> if you're not talking, then there will just be no noise, always. It's, uh, so growing up, it was a lot of me writing in this house and being by myself and writing and reading all these books and writing and writing. Um, 
so with my music that's you know the most important thing to me is just being able to write things that other people can find themselves in and other people who think very intensely about things and might overthink and you know dive deeper than needed you know i think that i try to at least i try to at least be there for people who you know have felt the same way that i felt you know so that's i guess i guess why i Boise, Idaho, growing up there, you're talking about it being quiet and you you seek like a relationship and books and kind of thinking and, and kind of falling into yourself almost. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was very important for me to see the outside world in any way I could, you know, and in Idaho, it's it's like it's pretty sheltered. You know, you don't hear anything about it, really. Uh, so my way of doing that was like going on Amazon and ordering these R-rated movies my mom wouldn't let me watch and like watching them upstairs on the VHS player because we had this like massive TV up there that was my TV. Um, <laughs> and, like anyway. You seem so accomplished after you let us know. Like, 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 so, if you want to clap, it's truly, it's, yeah. thank you so much. It is a big thing to have your own TV. Oh, uh, well, it was there when I was born, which is why I had a VHS player. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was just like, that was my like window to see everything else, you know, was movies and books that's how I learned about all these crazy things that I was like either too afraid to ask about or I just was too young to really have experienced yet I've always just wanted to know everything you know um but then the internet hits then the internet hits and it's game over for all uh Gen Zers there's no <laughs> sheltering anymore well because you take your you're an introvert and then you kind of, in a weird way, do you remain an introvert when you're? I feel online? like I was. Uh, I feel like I was an introvert almost just situationally because you know there wasn't people I necessarily wanted to engage with. It was all these boys playing lacrosse or whatever, yeah, jocks and stuff. Or yeah, or people like doing crack in a barn somewhere. Like I just was like <laughs> one or the other, and I didn't care. Um, so I think when I came to California and uh, my mom lived in New York forever. So growing up, I'd be I'd spend some time in New York and just seeing everybody, you know, and seeing just the culture and seeing other people and and seeing just being exposed to other things was was like it was a total culture shock at times. But I think it was great for for my writing. How did you end up in Boise? Um, so my mom, well, my my grandpa, my extended family, they all are from there. My mom went to Manhattan when she was like 17 or something cool. and lived there forever. I um, met my dad there and that's, so now it's just kind of like, New York exists in like a vacuum to me. Like every time I'm in New York, I just feel like I'm away from everything just because growing up it was like where me and my mom would go and it'd be so nice and there'd be like pretty breakfasts in the park, you know, so um <laughs> So I, I gotta see I gotta see the world in other ways, but you know, the majority of it's just being exposed to it myself. So you go I I understand that, right? You're in the Boise bubble. When you go, you see the best parts of New York, only like what a vacation or tourist would see. But the internet allows you to have access to culture and the people that you didn't want to hang with, you know, either doing crack in a barn or uh, oh, yeah, yeah, being yeah. jocks. We love them. You now have a whole <laughs> new set of friends and that's the internet. Yeah, and I think that's why it draws people in, you know, it's it's a haven to meet other people who like the exact same thing as you, you know, it's it's so interconnected that there's no going wrong. If you, 
you know, it goes down to the most oddly specific thing. You can find somebody out there who likes the exact same thing as you. No matter um, what it is. No matter what it is. And yeah. how small you may think it is. Sometimes I'll get DMs and I'm like, people like that? That is so disgusting. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure this person could find someone equally as disgusting somewhere else <laughs> on the internet, you know? Like, like what? Yeah, what, what kind of they- DMs are they sending you? Like it's, it's mostly just like feet stuff, feet stuff or um, other things. But if I can't swear on this show, then I definitely cannot talk about you can you can get you can get a little dirty just maybe can't say the f word oh absolutely um absolutely uh so (laughs) i would just say they're all they're all very suggestive they're either offering me money for things okay um i got one uh it was pretty good the other day about my underwear and they they were willing to buy it you get this on the daily right Uh, well i people don't ask for my underwear on the daily or i would have way more money than i do but (laughs) Uh, Has there ever been a thought where you're like, maybe I should? Where I would sell my used underwear? No, I haven't hit rock bottom yet. <laughs> I think that there's still a few more days left to sell my underwear. <laughs> the second interview in a row we've been talking about used underwear. I know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. Okay. It's weird. Wait, um, but- no, next time I'm on, I'll be like, oh, guys, I did it. I sold them. I'm not wearing any anymore. We'll have a cake for you. Oh, thank you so much. I will definitely need it if I'm <laughs> at a point where I'm selling my underwear. Zach Sang Show. Hey, beautiful human. I've been telling you about this app called Robinhood. I'm going to tell you about it again in case you don't know. Let me read you something. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free, while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Daddy Warbucks. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit. You don't need that to get started. You can start at any level. It's awesome. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place trades in just four taps of your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of The Zach Sang Show, that is you... A free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help start building your portfolio. Sign up at zacksang.robinhood.com. Now back to the interview. Zach Sang Show. Before we dive in deep into music, because I really do want to get into your process and your writing, and the songs are really, they're great records. Thank you. You start on the internet, in addition to obviously acting, you start doing Vines, right? Oh, like... It's ba- barely. I, I feel like funny, I, dude. I watched some today. Thanks. I laughed I, out loud. I deleted them all because they were like horrendous. People you know? found them. Oh, they did. I was on YouTube and there's like a Vine compilation of these terrible videos. Of I thought you were so funny. I appreciate that. I don't believe you. But, <laughs> I swear. Uh, I wouldn't have brought it up. And another compliment. I'm for like you? sweating now. I'm like, oh I, god, I, if you play. <laughs> no, another compliment is your landslide cover quality oh wow thanks yeah that was like the 15th that was a few days ago really superb i judge you i'm not gonna lie i judge somebody's uh vocal ability on their cover of landslide i hold that song to such a high standard that really means a lot to me to hear i was very very nervous going into that that was my first live show uh i'd done like press performances and stuff like that uh but it was my first show in front of people that like like fans could come you know when you're up there, are you thinking about them, or are you just in your head? It's funny. Uh, you go up there, and it's like you slip into a coma. Like, I don't remember a single thing. Just black out? Wow. I remember telling them that I feel sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were That's you sweaty? Abs- was I sweaty? Did you- They're shaking their head, yes. I was sweaty. You sweat through a couple shirts? Uh, no, I was actually um, just wearing, I think, like a white t-shirt. I didn't sweat too much at all, actually. It was just mostly my face. It didn't saturate the clothes. Got it. Luckily. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, guys. We talked about sweat. I'm ready to. You can leave now. Yeah. So, from Vine to, I mean, would you consider yourself an Instagram model? I would be very complimented if someone told me that. Yeah. Model. I've never thought of myself as like a model in any capacity. So, Instagram model just feels like. I mean. That's how I first heard of you. As an Instagram model? Yes. That's incredible. I love that that's my identifier. Um, no, I wouldn't consider. I feel like I'm not good enough at it to be. It's like everything's spaced out by like eight days. Mm. My team's always like, "You have not posted. Are you still living?" I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh, no, I'm dead. Uh, yeah, I died." Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's also just so much pressure, you know. Like, I'll get a comment, like one comment. It's like, I think actually this is like so embarrassing. I don't know why this uh, was such a dig to me. Somebody commented and told me I look like a sim. <laughs> And I lost it. Like, I was like, every time I looked in the mirror, Stop. I was like, holy crap, I'm a sim. <laughs> I still think about it sometimes. You're not a sim. Thank you. You're, you're a beautiful human. And I'm just fishing at this point. I'm like, tell me I don't look like a sim. <laughs> and know that, like, there are really beautiful sims out there. Every sim the I had, I, like, built walls around. And so they would... Die and oh my god, that's really dark. I just dude. wanted to see what would happen. I knew it wasn't real. I'm, oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, I the comments are really a lot for me sometimes. <laughs> so that's why I don't consider myself an Instagram model. Also, I only look good from three angles. So it doesn't help. My what face. are the angles? Uh, here and then the back of my head. So just two. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't know. To answer your question, I don't think so. But are, do you, you get because like really? All your posts are so beautifully photographed. Like, the pressure attached to it. Thank you. I do sometimes think, like, oh, I can't downgrade to this photo because this one is really cute, you know? You've set I the bar so high. I think that it's so officially high. got to me. I think that's what me saying this means. Welcome. Thank, thank you to it, the dark side, yeah. Really? No, you also realize, you know? Realization is the first step to almost anything. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you feel me? I'm like sweating again, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel you. But- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thinking about me being an Instagram model, and then I'm thinking about my old vines, then I'm thinking about me sweating. I'm like, <laughs> but why do you think you amass this big following? Um, I I can't answer that. I don't know. I'm I'm happy that I did. I'm I love talking to everyone, and I think it's I don't I truly don't know what I would do if I couldn't like wake up and say hello to some random person in like China who's trying to say hey to me or like tell someone that I'm not selling them my underwear like just it's so cool to have the opportunity to even do that like growing up I'm completely derailing away from that question because I don't know how to answer it uh growing up like I would make a Facebook account and I would like add these random kids and it's so sad to think about in retrospect because it sounds like I had no friends because I didn't so I'd add all these Random kids, there's one kid named Glosen from Malaysia, and I would talk to him. I would translate everything on Google Translate. I would send it to him in Facebook Messenger, and we would talk. We even Skyped. He was my age. It wasn't like a predatory thing. (laughs) And I just loved that. I loved the idea and the concept of being able to connect with random people that you never otherwise would have, you know? And now look at you. I, I, I think it's so interesting, you know? I love talking to 
random people, even if it doesn't go well, even if someone's like, I hate you, I'm like, okay. <laughs> do you ask why or do you just go, thank you? It depends on how I'm feeling about myself. Sometimes if I'm like really secure, I'll be like, why? Like nothing you can say can hurt me. But I have, it has backfired. Sometimes I've been like, why? And then they've been like, and told me a lot of things that were hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh, sh- crap, I should not have said yes. So, Do you feel sometimes that you pick, I mean, surprising profession, <laughs> because it's not your profession fully, right? Because I was following you for a while before I saw the post about your music. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While. And just like keeping tabs, you know, I'm out there on the in the Instagram verse. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay. Insecurity exists in us all, right? And insecurity, I believe, is natural. But you also pick a profession or take part in a profession that one that it must be the hardest thing to do. Oh, it's absolutely sadomasochistic it's like you i feel like you're your own worst enemy in a sense like instagram is your friend and your foe it's yeah 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 yeah. it's one of those like high school friends you know they'll stab you in the back it's like one of those girls you never (laughs) really know you never know uh (laughs) yeah i um don't even remember the question you asked me because i'm thinking about high school girls what do you get out of what 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 do you get out of Instagram. What does it give you? Instagram? Yes. I I like taking photos of things. I like documenting. It's it's a nice way to stay in touch. Yeah, like I said, like talking to that random boy in Malaysia. Like I just I love being in the loop. I think it's I don't know. It might be like deep rooted from my Idaho days. I'm not sure, but I just I I like I like being able to see like what my friends are doing, so that's why I, I haven't like deactivated it. Um, but also, if you also did- you just kind of need it, like on a on a business level, you know, you got to have Instagram to drive, you know, traffic Everything. to thing. It's just there are there's definitely times where I'll like be talking to my team. I'm like, oh, like Instagram is stressing me out, blah blah blah, and it sounds so trivial to even say that out loud right now. I like. But it's not. It, but when when a lot is riding on anything, it makes it immediately a way bigger deal. You know, it could be like, if I win this race, I get a million dollars. Then you're immediately, the race is way more pressure because there's higher stakes. It's like, you can't, it's hard to view social media the same way that like some girl at UCLA views Instagram. To yeah. her, it's, you know, like it's a, whatever. It's like you post a cute photo at like... It's ultra, up, and then here you know. Keep up with your friends. And that's yeah, it. exactly. Like, it's, it's, it's different. You know, there's just more writing on it. There's, I don't know, but at the same time, it has done so many amazing things for me, and I do enjoy it. I do like being like, oh, this is a good photo of me. I, I want to see what people have to say about this. <laughs> um, granted, it offers way more times than me being like, why don't I look like this, or why don't I, you know, just Instagram. Are you comparing like, yourself to yourself? Oh, not myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, filtered, I look way better. No, uh, <laughs> just other people, you know, I feel like it's it's breeding ground for negative self-talk, whether it's girls who are like, oh, my waist isn't that small, my butt isn't this big, and yeah. my nose isn't slanted or whatever, you know? Whether it's that or whether it's, you know, like a kid seeing a party they're not invited to. I think that those are all obviously cons you know 
But I mean, like, with everything, there's something else, you know? So it's kind of hard. It's not so black and white, but I don't know. I think that, uh, I think that I have, as I get older, a better relationship with social media. It's, it's important to know when to step back so you don't, like, go crazy and Drown in it? drive yourself off a cliff. But, but that's maturity, right? That's also, everything is good yeah, in the right Yeah, self-preservation. It's just, you know, you kind of learn what you can take and then you kind of, you know, act accordingly. You don't go to high school or anything like that? I graduated high school. Wow. How long ago? Like three months. <laughs> like three months. I was late. I'm like 19 next month. I should have finished it. I just like, when I was acting more, there was like, I was on set and you were working 13 hour days every day for three months, you know, so. Happy almost birthday. Thank you. Do you feel, I want to dive into the music. Mel, uh, melancholia? Yeah, melancholia. I don't yeah. even know what that word means. Well, it's melancholy, but you changed it. Well, it's like a wordplay. There's a Lars von Trier movie called Melancholia. Um, it's just like the like a more, it's a, a wider term for melancholy. It's like the act of being melancholy. It's melancholia, you know? It's mm. like if you're sad, it's sadness. Yeah. When you're melancholy, it's melancholia. I thought you had just I think it's made actually it a word, yeah. To fit the oh, song. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Wow. No. I, I, I believe it is. I mean, like, according to the internet, so. The internet He's knows. shaking his head, so I think that means it is. He's the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> As, excuse me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Second smartest guy in the room. No, he's absolutely smarter than me. I don't even know him, and I already know it. How um, do you... What, what, what is it about I'm him? like, anyway, my song, uh, my <laughs> intelligence does not need to be discussed. No, but, I mean, you write these songs yourself. Yeah, yeah, they're hundred percent yourself. Yeah, one, they're all me, dude. Well, so, unless I'm in a studio and I like have a word that's too many syllables, and he's like, "Try ain't," but uh, I mean, like, it's. Where did melancholia start? Did that started in my journal? You um, journal every day? Oh no no, uh, <laughs> I'm not disciplined enough. I uh, I think that I was in I. I, I think that I was 17 when I started writing it. I'm pretty sure I was. So it was last year. Uh, and I was just... It's it's funny because now that I'm slightly um, detached from it, it sounds so stupid. But like like everything when you're in it, it feels like the end of the world. It's just like getting older, like turning 18, the idea of being an adult and having to like be viewed as an adult, you know? It, yeah saying like those like warm memories you have when you like come home and you get off the bus and you like kick off your shoes and you're like oh god like my shoes have been on all day because I've been in elementary school running around like a little tyrant then like just those those memories of comfort like all of those nostalgic feelings I just was like oh wow this is really the time of your life when you like you don't get to pull the same punches you did you everything is different um, you understand that you're 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 really turning your back and leaving behind a whole other way of life. Absolutely, absolutely. It's like, it's like taking training wheels off. It's uh, it was just it was very daunting thought, you know. And it was also very daunting. Like, well, another thing that let me say came into play was less like melancholy stemming from getting older. A lot of it was just like deep rooted. Like I remember. One time when I was like eight or something, I went to Cabo San Lucas with my mom uh, and I was on the beach and there was this like random 
uh, kid that I became like really, really good friends with. His name is Philip. I still remember this. Uh, and he was from Bozeman, Montana. And I like, yeah. And then I like forget math the day after I've learned it. So I don't know how I remember all these. This is what details. matters. Yeah. This is really weird. I hope that his family's not, they, they aren't. Um, <laughs> Ron in Bozeman, Montana. Keep going. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. I, I just remember I was so, I just, we like were great friends for like a week. Like we hung out the whole week. We had just gotten there like within two days of each other. Uh, my mom got along with his dad. Like his sister was really good friends. His mom was really good friends oh. with my mom. We just all got along. Then I left and like you never talk to these people again, you know? Mm-hmm. And just that feeling of kind of just like falling your whole life and you're just always brushing up trying to grab things and then, you know, it's just, it's crazy to me to look at, I'm like getting so deep. I sound like no. one of those like college students who like hits their blunt and is like, you, the earth is flat. Uh, <laughs> but like looking at it on like a linear, like time on a linear, <laughs> linear level, like it's like, you'll never be back there again, you know, and you'll never like statistically, like, you know, just like probability wise, you'll never talk to this person again. There's so many people in the world. Like what are the. What are the odds you're going to walk into Bozeman, Montana, and he's there, you know? Mm-hmm. But you're still moving forward at the same time. Absolutely. Even but, though you're letting go of something that was great? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, it was a eight, we were eight years old, so the relationship probably would have not lasted if whether it were, like, the real world, real world and not, like, a vacation. But just those feelings of, like, having those people that drift in and out of your life was another big thing that came into play in Melancholia because it was, like... It's it's almost just like a blanket term of all of those feelings of meeting these people and then like people coming in and out. It was it was very much just me trying to put a name on that feeling and me trying to put a name on everything that made me feel at that moment in time. How much reflection internally goes into a record like this? Because it sounds like you, a lot. Well, yeah, I think absolutely a lot. As much as... I think you put as much time into something like as it is important to you, you know, and I thought that it was really important for me. My whole life, I've been very bad at putting my feelings into words. I, I'm a, I'm a good talker when I have time to write it down, you know. That's why I'm so bad at these because then you ask me something, I'm like, uh, uh, you know, and I just <laughs> I think sound like a great. crazy man. But with writing, it gives you time to really figure out what you're trying to say. Because when you release something, you're kind of immortalizing it. It's like it's there forever, you know? Everyone's going to be able to hear melancholia unless I like, have a mental breakdown and were to take them. No, you still but would even, be able to. Like, yeah, it's just it's, it's never going anywhere. Yeah, so it's important to... It was just important to me to make sure that I was saying um, exactly what I meant. So how long does it take you to write a record like this? This one took me like a day, but that's just because... You strike while the iron's hot, you know? Emotionally? Well, yeah, and, like, when you know what you're trying to say, at least for me, that's so rare that I'm like, okay, I got to write this down. Because normally, I'll have all these things in my head, and I'm like, oh, this makes me feel, like, blue. This makes me feel shaky. Like, it's just, like, very, they're, like, like visceral reactions, or they're just, like, things that don't make sense to other people, you know? Because it's just, I'm bad at explaining things. So... I think when you know what you want to say, it's good to at least lock it down so that you can revisit. Uh, 
But I don't know. I feel like not every song takes me a day. Most songs don't take me a day at all, but this one in particular. I Don't Love You, a lyric that stands out to me, I'm my father's son, and maybe that's why I can't love someone. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I just remember being in the studio and I was like, okay, what about, I was like laughing. We're all laughing. We're writing the song, having so much fun. Uh, my producer's like, yeah, we're laughing about something. And, uh, I was like, okay, what about this line? He looks at me and he's like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You know, Cause to me, it's just like, my parents have been separated forever, you know? So it was never a thing that was. It's not like I was, like, a senior in high school and my parents were like, we're getting a divorce. And I was like, uh? You know, like, nothing crashed old, down around me. How old were you when they divorced? Like, it was while I was being birthed. So, <laughs> like, yeah, never, never, real. I mean, like, of course there were times when I was younger that I'm sure I was, like, sad about it. But it was easy. It was actually, that wasn't a hard line for me to write at all. Just because... And it sounds so negative. It sounds like I like hate my dad or something. But it was really just, I I wanted to allow myself the space to just be a teenager and say, like what I meant, you know. Even if it was hurtful, like I wanted, I wanted the song to be like, okay, this is how I feel, like. But that's your quest for authenticity, right? And that's the only way it works. Yeah, absolutely. It was just, yeah. I just, I wanted. It was just vulnerability that I wanted to bring to it. I, I feel like the song can be... Everything else is veiled. It's, like, kind of poetic. It's, like, I've held the gun. Like, I've felt the rounds. I wanted there to be something that really, like, tied you down to a specific... Just just to, to something specific, you know, which was my relationship with my dad. I wanted that to just be more personal and less um, veiled, I could say. Like, just less lyrical gimmick like yeah. love heartbreak blah blah, blah. No, this is straightforward like, here we go you know this i'm, I'm this way because of this that what's your dad part. say about the line it's funny i sent it to him and he was like sounds great i was like i'll take it <laughs> stop there i was like perfect it's on its way to distribution <laughs> do you think you're incapable of love uh no i i don't i don't uh i think that song is more just me pouting Soaking in your that, Yeah, I was just pouting, really. I don't love you. Is it about- I was pouting. I was like, because I didn't love the person that song's about. Obviously, I don't. <laughs> I don't love you. Um, I'm like, see, I'm way smarter than that guy. Uh, no, I uh, I just. Were they trying to love you at this time? Yes. Yes. They were trying to love me. And Did, I, did you love them at any point? I, I, I still love them in a way that was strictly platonic. Oh, yeah. I love that friend zone. Yeah, yeah I love one. Yeah, yeah. No, but I do. I just actually I don't really love anymore. It's kind of a <laughs> uh, I mean, like I still I don't I don't have any distant, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, no, I think that that song in particular was just about somebody that wanted more of me than I was willing to give. But there are instances where I'm way more willing to give and I get nothing, you know, which was what yours, my second song, was about. Humbling, huh? Yeah. It's very humbling, actually. I, it's, everyone, sometimes when I'm in interviews, people are like, how do you stay grounded? I'm like, because everywhere I look, I am reminded, whether it's a comment that's like, oh, do this like this. I'm like, oh, I still have a lot to I still, you know, yeah. I have a lot to do and I have a lot to learn. And that's why it's so fun. You know, I think that the 
the ability to work on yourself and kind of like see where you were six months ago and see where you are now is very cool to me, which is another reason I like social media because you can revisit memories, you know? That's full circle. I really need a job on this show because I'm just like great with these segues. You, no it's beautiful. No, no, but that's evolution, right? And that's changing. But the, the other thing is, it, it's crazy that you say you see uh, you're humbled constantly, whether it's through comments or people not loving you. Because <laughs> people not loving me. On yes. the <laughs> other end, there's like complete and total like admiration and like blind appreciation. Some oh. of the comments are pretty intense. Oh yeah, Remind they it. really are, and it's great for my ego sometimes. Sometimes that's... when I'm like I am the worst, I read a comment that's like cut me in half and yeah. spit on me. I'm like okay, like <laughs> great. When, when here we are? <laughs> yeah, give me a time. Drop a pen. Um, what am I talking about now? I'm talking no, but about all I'm saying is like it's, <laughs> it's it's humbling, but also flattering. But absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like Pretty Woman uh, when she's talking to Richard Gere, and she's like, "It's easier to believe the bad things." It just, it's, I think it's human nature. I could tell you, like, you are God's gift to the world a hundred times, and you'd I be know. like, exactly. <laughs> but then if I'm like, actually, I'm totally kidding. You are the worst. You're going to yeah. think about me calling you the worst. Mm-hmm. You know? 100%. Or at least I am. No one cares about good news. People no, just harp on bad news. Exactly. You know, it's like I was reading some book uh, about how like we're the only species that feels like and like we we learn from our actions more than once so many times. Like a, if a dog gets bit by or a cat or something, it learns, you know. It doesn't think back about the time it got bit. Humans are just so quick to think back about something they did and punish themselves punish themselves like over and over and over again um and i think that that's something that's really easy to do especially when you're young so it's it's definitely something i'm dealing with but i think it's nice to be open about dealing with that so that other people can be like oh i also feel like a dog whose nose got bit by a cat (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you guys for (laughs) allowing me to come full circle on that thought yeah, dude. You, people see themselves in your music. Are you writing every day? Are you writing often? Like, how many songs do you sit on? In, I write every day. Yeah, in uh, some way. Not everything is good. Actually, the majority is terrible. I think that's okay. But yeah, you gotta. You just gotta keep writing. That's the thing. I was. I think that I I definitely write every day. I write everything is in my voice notes at all times. I think I've like something like thirteen hundred. Wow. Voice notes. And I got a new phone like five months ago and I lost them all. It's just, yeah, it's, I don't know. If if I hear something, like if I hear like a wind chime that makes a cool thing and I'm like, oh, that'd be a really pretty melody or something, I'll just try to document it. You know, get it. You said that after melancholia, which is for sad boy hours, I think that's what you said on Twitter. You said after that. Oh my that, God, you guys really did we, research. Oh, we researched. You said after that, we're dancing. Oh, we are dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we are dancing. In which way? Like, music? Where are we at? With, yeah, with our music. We're dancing with the music. <laughs> I'm, like, going on Dancing with the Stars, guys. Uh, no, the next one is just a... Uh, it's a banger. It's a banger, plain and simple. It's, I was... Uh, it's about... It's really just about not caring. And that sounds so vague, but it's just... It's about being apathetic. Um... And, like, allowing yourself to be, you know? It's very much my tantrum song, where I'm just, like, I sound young and immature and naive, and this isn't how adults act, and, like, I don't care, you know? that's It's very much my, like, 
Yeah, my tantrum song. Is so. it you now? It's me at times now. I I think I switch in and out of versions of myself. Um, and Apathy, which is what the next song is called, um, maybe. I'm still, it's, I guess, a working title. But. I like these words, though. Thanks, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I want to name it that or another title. Um, but yeah, it's just all about... It's just it, to me, it's like the polar opposite of yours. Um, it's just very much like I'm so bored. I don't. I don't care if you don't want me. I don't want you anyway. You know. You're gonna live no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. It's it's for dancing. It's, it's a tantrum song. This is stages of growing up, right? Every song is a different. Yeah, stage. it's funny. People are always like, oh, like what. Like what they think of it as like chapters, like everything leads up, but it's really, it's some days I'm, I don't love you all over again. And then other days I am like very independent and I'm like, oh, everything's great. I would never want to be a child again. And then the next day it's melancholia all over again. So I don't think of it as this comes after this comes after this waves of emotion it's yeah i slip in and out it's lana del rey said something really cool about lust for life the interviewer was like oh so is this is this it now like are you you have this lust for life and she's like no i don't like not per se it's just i'm obviously butchering this but it's just all what i felt at that moment and i'm gonna feel something else at another moment and then i'm sure i'll come back to this it's just i want my art to exist in itself so that you can listen to it whenever you know one day you can be this the next you can you can switch the way it should be yeah do you have a date for this entire ep i do not uh i do not but i will keep everyone updated are the songs all done uh we're working on it uh i'm like the biggest perfectionist in the world so nothing's ever done to me i still listen i don't love you and i'm like okay so (laughs) (laughs) can we fix this and this and i'm like oh yeah uh just like it's it's so minuscule it would be like oh i think that this kick needs to come in a little sooner or oh, i think that this needs to have a little less reverb it's too ambient here you know it's the stupidest stuff my producer probably like wants me dead but, but that's what you pick up on yeah you gotta you know you just gotta when um, is apathy coming also don't have a day for that because i am literally was talking to my producer today and i was like hey maybe we should try this and everyone over there is probably going to be angry to hear that. <laughs> Freaking but, out. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, it'll be soon, though. It'll be soon. I'm just making sure it's perfect. Why does Billie Eilish's name come up no matter like what I was reading about you? It's Billie Eilish, Aiden Alexander all the time. I don't know. Me and Billie are just friends. Uh, no, we just, yeah, she's a really good friend of mine. I, I love her dearly, dearly. Uh, yeah, I think that, I don't know why, actually. Maybe it's... It seemed like everything I was reading question. was like tweets, articles. Her name was in everything. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, I, I also think like, I think I, I like sent her this one song that I like. It sounds so, it was really just. She sent me this little <laughs> thing she wrote about me. I sent her this little thing I wrote about her. It was not like. A song about each other? But like, like 20 seconds. It was like nothing, you know, serious or anything. Um and she like played it at the beginning of a few of her concerts and oh. so then i think a lot of people were like looking up who had sang it oh, and wow. maybe that's why my name comes up I don't what, know. what did you write about her it was like 
you guys can listen to it online. It was nothing groundbreaking. It was more just like us messing around and we were like, boom, 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 me on the piano. Cool. Uh, it's not, yeah, it's not her voice note of it. It probably sounded like a crazy stalker fan, but. How'd you meet her? You got to Um, I actually don't really remember. I think that, I think like we DM'd and. Instagram? Yeah, Instagram DM'd and it was like, I was like, hey, I love you. She's uh-huh. like, hey, let's be friends. And I was like, okay. Uh, so you didn't get to I <laughs> the love The rest you. is history. She put you right in the friend zone immediately. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Was this like before she was Billie Eilish? Uh, I think it was, I don't know. She's always been Billie. It was just yeah, during I mean, the- like, big, like, No, no, know, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I, I think that she had, she had a few songs out, I think. I just was a massive fan of her and her music. I think, I st- obviously still am. I think she's so talented. In- Incredible song. I was listening to When the Party's Over on the way here. Oh. I was like getting my feels on. It's good stuff. I feel like your music would like mesh well. Oh, that's a big compliment because I think she's the most talented person ever. So. It's vibey stuff. It's the production on your records. I feel meticulous, right? V- big attention to detail because the little things do matter. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's why I'm so... I just... I feel like I just know when something is not gonna sound right you know to other people yeah for example there was like this little run in apathy and i was like it just feels very wrong in this one like it's beautiful it sounds production wise sounds great but like i just feel like it i don't know it's just it's all just the artist everyone does different things um you know there's just one thing for me is that i'm like super like anal retentive but you should be you said it before it's going to be attached to you forever. Right, yeah. So that's that's my logic as well. It'll never go away. It needs to be perfect. That's a scary thought. Aiden Alexander, love and appreciation for you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for bringing your energy and your brain into the studio. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it means a lot. No, uh, thank you so much for having me. It was actually so fun. I had well, was, I just want to say it's funny <laughs> listening to everything you said about yourself because one of the questions I had was, what are the advantages of being so good looking? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Are there any? I would have laughed if you had uh, if you had pulled that one. Um, the advantage. I definitely have lots of privileges. Do you know you're good looking? Like, are you self aware enough to like understand? Oh my god! Like, I I'm, hate this question. I'm, I'm a beautiful gonna, person. My brain's gonna explode. I'm like, um, no. I no. I think that I'm just. I don't think that I don't look in the mirror and I'm like, what the? What is that? You know, some like normally but i definitely keep myself humble i'll leave it at that i think that i'm just i'm passing but impossible. it has <laughs> advantages like being attractive yes would have i don't yeah like i mean give me one this is a question you have to ask like who carly Kloss or like uh who's a really popular male supermodel uh, uh, fabio fabio <laughs> Yeah, I'd say you're way way. Derek than Zoolander Fabio. is that his name? Is it Derek? Yeah, it is Derek Zoolander. Don't disrespect him. I'm my sincerest apologies. <laughs> uh, no, I think that uh, I feel like one of my biggest privileges, besides being white, obviously, is my tall privilege. because yeah, I tall. just tower over everyone. How tall are you? Six one. It's nice. That's I can even... intimidate people sometimes just with my height. Yeah, but is that is that tall? I mean, it I is, mean, it's tall. It's, it's tall in comparison to like the average person that I come in contact with. Yeah, when we take our picture together after this, you're going to be towering over both of us. There you have it. I like how you put both of us in there. 
Just, You're not even close to six one, so don't yeah, even start with this. Six four. Six four, he says. Yeah. Please stand up for me. Uh, when I come out from <laughs> oh, behind yeah, the desk yeah, to take yeah, our photo, no, maybe no, you'll be absolutely, lucky Absolutely. <laughs> okay, well, that's how tall I am, guys. All so. right. <laughs> now we know. Yep, you're welcome. So that's, uh, okay, towering That's over. that. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Mansions being beautiful, Boise, Idaho, your dad. Insecurity, my dad. Yeah, we really just covered it all. Today. Got all the pressure points. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't cry. I appreciate you coming in, and I'm not going to lie, man. I was really nervous the first time I saw your record on Instagram, and I listened to it. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. Is this it another- could have been bad. I really could have been one of the little uh, Another the Instagram f- boy just Yeah, oh, thank God you said that out. word, and I'm not the only one who let it slip this time. Just I was feeling like, really guilty. No, I was very happy and very pleased that it's real real art and real stories. And I really appreciate that. Thank you. You're an actual human being with uh, depth and a On soul. occasion, yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was thank so you. Fun. Aiden Alexander, one day we'll get an EP. Thanks All for right. Yeah, one day. It's coming soon, maybe. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.